Hello listeners and fellow Game Pass fans. Get yourself set and ready for your favourite unofficial Game Pass podcast, Game Pass News. So I'll hand you over to Nick and Sean and get the show started. Welcome to Game Pass News, recorded live Friday the 5th, 2022. We don't normally record on Friday, but I was in Boston on a trip, and so we are today. We plan to talk about Xbox Game Pass. They got a family plan going on. We got some stuff. Hogwarts might actually come out this year. That would be fantastic. Far Cry 6 is free to play and might be 60% off too. Huzzah! Let's get this show on the road. The buttons are doing the right thing. By the way, I'm Nick and this is Sean. And Sean, speaking of you, how are you doing today, sir? I'm doing really good. I wish I had the energy you came in with. And geez. <laughs> you can tell you've had like some time away from the kids and responsibilities. Even though you've you've walked like nearly 40 miles. Yeah. For days. Yeah, you man. Are absolutely full of beans. <laughs> yeah, so so here's the huzzah. I was the funniest thing. Apparently, that's something that the colonials used to say. They would ask how you're doing, and they'd be like, huzzah! They put their hand up in the air and say that. I had no idea that was a thing. There's all these buttons in Boston that, that have this I no idea that's where it came from. <laughs> but there you go. Uh you learn something new every day. We did walk 38 miles. I'll tell you why. Because Boston transportation, although it can get you pretty much anywhere. It doesn't get you there very fast. So, <laughs> so like we'd search the thing, and it would be like, "You can take bus, you can take transportation, and you'll get there in thirty minutes, or you could walk it in twenty five. And I'd be like, "What? What do you want to do?" And she, my wife would just be like, "Let's just walk." So we walked, and we walked, and we walked. Let me tell you, man. But it was a lot of fun, a lot, a lot of fun. So we had a good time. Uh, ah, yeah. how about you? You were on a trip. You did a thing. You were gone. What'd you do? How was it? Yeah, we we went we went up into the heart of Yorkshire Dales. Um, we learned some stuff. I actually had um, I went and walked around a brewery on one day. Um, learned all the history behind one of my favorite ales, um, which really surprises me. Like Lindsay kind of thought she was going to be really bored for this like brewery tour, and like there's quite a lot of history behind it about um, two families that two sides of the family that kind of separated um, and then did their own thing, and now they. Like the breweries are literally, I'd say, not even half a kilometer away from each other. Oh, wow. And they just, yeah. And and there's a pub in between, and the pub is owned by the other brewery, and they will not serve one of the ales in the pub (laughs) still after like 20. So this year, this year marks the 30th year, and they still won't do it. It's like, constant, instant divide. Just, just, I didn't realize that. And then, like, as we all, like going around in different places and stuff. And there were little like local pubs and stuff like that. Um, it was still divided across the Dale. So one pub's going to have black sheep and one pub will have Feakston's, um, which is the two sides of the family. Uh-huh. Uh, it's hilarious. I had a great time. Um, and while we were there, we renewed, our was, uh, can't speak, renewed our wedding vows, which was really nice. Um, all the kind of stuff that came with COVID and having to be stay at home parents and stay at home schooling and, <laughs> kind of as a marriage kind of pulled us in separate directions a little bit and so we thought it was nice that after everything covid wide was over we would like go and make a, 
a packed with each other and stuff, which was lovely. We got some nice photos, had a great time, um, spent far too much on a bar bill. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we, uh, we found a place called Grantley Hall in the Dales, which is really nice, really grand, like stately home kind of thing. And we went there, didn't look at the menu, didn't look at the prices. Thought we, we were told by the person that came and did Lindsay's hair and makeup and the photographer and the person who owned the campsite they were at, that this is a really nice place to go. And we thought, ah, we'll go check it out. Um, £275 later, we had a meal and a bottle of wine. Holy crud. What was, what was more? Was it the meal or the one bottle of wine? Um, the meal for... For the meat part of the meal was eighty pounds, and the bottle of wine was eighty-two, so we oh, tipped okay. it by two pounds. So, gotcha, gotcha. Um, but they were really nice because, like, we turned up in as in all as like Lindsay went in the dress that she wore. I went in all my suit and stuff like that. Um, they were really nice. They gave us free champagne, and we kind of worked out that we had nearly like one hundred and fifty pounds worth of champagne for free. So nice. we didn't grumble at the overall. It was nice. It was great. We had a great time really reconnected um and then we obviously came back to children and <laughs> yeah right. you're like ah darn it that's right forgot about these things so, that we have over yeah, here. we've got the weekend to do and then we're off way to scotland with the children so ah really fun. cool man like two vacations in a row almost you can't beat that well you guys looked fantastic i saw the pictures you guys were amazing so yeah thanks to the chubby's bracket which we, <laughs> we said we wouldn't mention again that's I, right i, I, I I looked very dapper. So I you did, good. man. You look good. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, you you put me to shame. Like I was gonna complain about like a hundred and twenty dollar bill, but you you like you like put me to shame. We I had on the last day, I went to the to the Union Mark to the Quincy Market Oyster House because I had to have a lobster roll. Everybody's talking about these things. I like lobster. Um, I like seafood in general. I like food in general. I think we've got to that point already. <laughs> um, and so I was like, I'll go here. I'll get this lobster roll. Holy, like $54 for a lobster roll and uh, and some chata. But it was good. Or as the guy calls it, lobster rolls. I don't know. I don't know. It must be. I was like, okay, I'll have one of those. <laughs> if it's the same thing that I'm thinking it is, I'll have one of those. Uh, so it was great. We had a good time. Uh, but yeah anything else sir um we took we went to a place called steadwell park yesterday um took logan out on a day out which is not that doesn't happen very often because we've got three kids mm-hmm. 16 10 and 4 it's really hard to find stuff to do that kind of suits them all but we had this like one freak day where like we could take logan out for the day on his own so we took him to this, it's like a really big adventure farm park, but they were having a, a Marvel Superhero Academy kind of event going on. So all the way around this enchanted forest forest area, there was like all the different statues of all the different Marvel characters. There was a meet and greet with a guy dressed up as Batman and a meet and greet with a guy dressed up as Spider-Man. Um, so he went fully dressed up in his Spider-Man gear and he absolutely loved it. All the different, <laughs> I've got loads of different photos. I think I shared one in the Discord where yeah. he just sat on this like, this barrel giving the big four um, statue a thumbs up, but like he really played the role really well of Peter Parker. He absolutely loved it. So broke a lot of rules because we weren't supposed to climb over the fences and be that close to the statues. But I was like, screw it. <laughs> you only live once. Little That's kid right. really wants to enjoy this. That's um, right. So like, we've got loads of photos with him prying around 
playing around on the climbing frames or like the different spider web climbing frames they've been going around pretending to be spider-man so he had he had an absolute blast um he was absolutely shattered bless him when we got back in the car like within five minutes he was gone he was asleep so oh that's the best that that's when you know it's a good day right there like you just like you just conked him out way to go yeah speaking of breaking rules let me tell you over there us us rule for folks like we pay attention to walk signs and all that stuff, man. Over there in Boston, they don't pay attention to none of that. Like, like we were like, we had just gotten off the plane. We were trying to get to our to get to our hotel. I hit the button. That that that's like the first thing. Like, you hit the button to bring up the walk sign. That's when you know you're a tourist. That's what we found out. Like, and but I'm like, I look back at Becca, and all of a sudden, like a scad load of people are just like about to run me over. I'm like, it's a, there's a no walk sign. There's traffic everywhere. They don't care, man. They just walk right in the middle of the intersection. And then somebody honks their horn. And then there's usually a middle finger and they just keep walking. Like it's, it's fantastic. I was like, Oh, I can get behind this. We got, we were there by the end of the trip. We were like, all right, we, we can, we were, we were full fledged Bostonians at that point. We didn't hit no buttons. We just walked and they just waited for us or else, you know, I guess they would have run us over, but. It's fantastic. I was, it made me laugh so hard. I was like, yeah, you can tell we were tourists. We were waiting for a walk sign. Nobody's doing that over here except for us. So, breaking the rules. I love it. All right. Uh, so, it's Friday. Uh, we have top stories. And I'm really excited about this one, by the way. The family plan, the Game Pass family plan has gone into test mode in Ireland and Colombia. Why they chose those two countries, I have absolutely no idea. But it hints that it will be $25 US, 21 21 UK pounds price point. Uh, You get four people, as I recall, uh, it said, is what they're planning. I I think that's fantastic, man. What What do you think about this? Yeah, I think it's really good. Yeah, I mean, it's really because I use it, Jay uses it, my dad uses it, my brother uses it. That's four people. That's, um, what is it, £7 a month, is it, just for console? Um, as long as you get cloud involved in that, then I'm happy because I've actually rediscovered cloud gaming on my phone the other day. It's like the little park where we live has just opened up after like seven years of being here. Um and like I took Logan down to it, there isn't much for an adult to do park-wise. There's just lots of open space for him to run around and play on his bike. So I kind of like sat there and I was like, okay, I've been sat here for 45 minutes and I'm, I'm pretty bored now um, of watching him do the same loop on his bike. So I kind of fired up my phone. And I was like, uh, I'll try cloud gaming again. So I played Slay the Spire for about mm. 15 minutes, um, touch controls via the cloud. And it worked really well. And I was like, okay, this is good. Um, I could get back into this a little bit now if I had a control. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So so this is the deal. It, according to Xbox Wire, this plan will allow up to four people to share their Xbox Game Pass Ultimate benefits with seemingly no restrictions, whether they're friends or family, uh, or a combination thereof. Um, like I said, twenty twenty one ninety nine UK twenty five dollars US is what they're thinking. Also, if you convert your plan and you have months uh, left, a one full month of Ultimate will be converted to 18 days of this mem- of the family membership plan. That's the current the current uh, conversion rate that they're looking at the, at using. I wonder if that stacks. So if you've already, if everybody's already got Ultimate and they mm. transfer it to the family plan, does that stack? 
So that is like a great question. 18, yeah. Cause you could kind of time that really well, like pick a day when everybody's got the most amount of days left and just go. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, it's basically half, I mean, it's, a, it's not basically, it's a little over half a month, but uh, so like if you got two months, you're, you're getting around one month, one month free of the, not free, but one month of the family plan. Uh, if you have two months of ultimate now. So, yeah, I mean, that would be, that would be pretty cool. Um, I wonder if they're going to have special cards, you know, me and my, my gift cards, getting them on a black Friday deal. Uh, I wonder if they have family plan cards coming out, see if I can get a black Friday family plan card. So, uh, and you know, to be fair, I say this, so I'll probably introduce Noah to it at that point. Uh, see if I can get him on, on this deal. And then, um, I have a couple of friends that I could probably throw on there as well. Uh, man, that's fantastic, though. That's like that's like math, and I can't do math. I just realized this. Uh, no, six twenty-five. That's six twenty-five a pop. Did I do that right? I think yeah. I did. Yeah, six twenty-five a pop is great for ultimate. I mean, that's fantastic. I I I am super pumped for this. So, yeah, I mean, if for mm-hmm. Noah, you've got like. There's bug snacks, which I know you weren't keen on him getting towards the end of the game was a bit weird, but more than a um, bit, let me tell you. <laughs> uh, there's Donut Country, that's the, like a good kids game. I'm just looking through now very quickly, like the amount of different kids games, like Ember, that was okay. Is a yeah, well, there's Hot Wheels DLC, he'd love the Hot Wheels DLC, and I've known <laughs> that for a while. Well, he'd love the turbo well, golf thing that we're about to talk about. We'll get into the Hot Wheels DLC later. Yeah, oh my. yeah, yeah. So I mean, oh yeah, we could totally, totally find stuff, and it's great. You don't have to worry about like all of a sudden you give him this, and now you don't have to worry about like, do I have enough copies of that game? No, we all have a copy of the game. It's on Game Pass. It's fantastic. I, I, I love it. Absolutely love it. So, like right now, you know, he's saving up for Splatoon because I'm saving up for Splatoon, and we're all gonna have a copy of Splatoon and blah 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 blah. Uh, we, none of that. None of that happens anymore. Twenty-five dollars a month. Boom. You got all the games. Everybody's got all the games. Don't worry about it. Love it. Um, anything else on the family plan? Um, no. Like I said, as long as it is, it still contains the cloud because I think that I'm going to go in that direction. Unless they so, change something, all the ultimate benefit or all the Game Pass ultimate benefits should mean cloud. Unless they unless they yeah. do a do a flip-flop on us right before it, it releases. Um, and I hope they just release this. Well, I mean, obviously they're doing a test, but like, I hope, I hope this isn't like to insiders and then to whoever the next group is that I'm not part of. I just, just release it. Like, just let me let, let everybody have it. Just let everybody have it. I will say is mo- most of the stuff that the insiders get to test, it's literally like six months later, it goes to general public. So yeah, it's not too long. You're right. You're right, but I'm still gonna gripe about it, Sean. So it, it, it could be like it could be like a month, and I'd still be like, "Listen, <laughs> give me that stuff." Yeah, that's right. It's mine. I want it now. Give me, give me. Um, Logitech is working on an Xbox dedicated cloud gaming handheld. All right. Yes, this 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 I can get behind because, like I just said, I'm I'm keen on doing the the, the whole cloud gaming. Uh huh. I'm upgrading my phone in November, I believe, to the 13 Pro Max. Oh, nice! Which, like, that's what I like. That's that's the phone that Lindsay's got at the moment. Um, 
and she's got it less a month as a contract. So um, I'm hoping to do the same. And that thing is huge. Like it, it's pretty good. So if if I could get that to fit into a backbone or something mm-hmm. without it looking too difficult, too excuse me, too um, what's the word I'm looking for? Cumbersome. Then I'd be super hyped because then like I could play it at work. I know we get five G around where I work, so that'd be even better. Yeah. Um, or even just out and about, it's like that that would fit into most rucksacks. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. No, it's I mean I I carry my backbone with me to work every day. I don't use it much, but I do carry it to work. It doesn't take up much space, so it's no big deal. Um I am excited about this. I I I think it has to be uh more than just Wi-Fi though. Like this is a streaming only platform. I feel like it's got to have some cellular connectivity. Um like what you're saying if this thing is going to be worth anything. Otherwise What's it's, the point? It's having the decent battery life. So the controller needs to hold enough charge to keep the, the phone charged for a, a long period of time for you to play. So and that's what that's all about for me. Is, and Logitech's pretty good. Most stuff that I've ever dealt with this Logitech, I mean, the little webcam that I'm using um, is Logitech. Um, a couple of the, like, the third-party chargers I use for the phones and devices is... Logitech. So as long as it works well, it's really like isn't fiddly and finicky, and you're having to mess around to try and get it to connect and do this, that, and the other. Then that's fine. I don't know. So you think this is just like a controller that uses your phone? Is that what you think? Yeah, I think that's what that's going to be. I think it's going to literally be a Xbox branded backbone, like back backbone controller. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. That's not, I, you know, I mean, they're very vague, so you could certainly, I mean, I could be wrong. Um, <clears throat> I really thought it was like a handheld, like a Switch, except not a Switch, like a, you know, like a Xbox game cloud Switch, basically. If it's just a handheld, I don't care as much. We already have the Backbone, and now there's the one that uh, came out for Android not too long ago, which, by the way, looks way better than the Backbone, just saying um the one that tim the tim got in and and uh, did a little yeah. thing for um yeah i you know i don't know i hope that it's more than just a controller that's not that's not uh groundbreaking and i don't care i hope it's an actual handheld but it just says we've been banging a uh wait no as someone so this is here's what logitech's gm had to say on the device as someone that grew up playing video games the idea of being able to stream and play AAA games almost anywhere is super exciting, and we can't wait to show every... Yeah, very vague. Like, it could be anything. But I hope it's a handheld and not just a controller. That's what I'll say. So, but maybe it is. And at that point, I won't care, because I have the backbone. I can't imagine not doing that. So We shall we shall see. But we gotta... I bet on it, but we gotta wait for the first bet. We gotta wait for... Microsoft actually come out with this uh, whatever this you know wireless dongle thing is that they they keep holding <laughs> off. On. Yeah, you think, I mean you, they're testing it. They're testing it in the most recent TV, so they've got to try and downscale that technology into something. Oh, that's a good point. You think it's pretty much the same shindig, except instead of being in a TV, they're just trying. They'll have to. It'll be external, basically. Yeah. 
I never thought about that. It's already in the it's already in the Samsung TV. I didn't think of it that way. But yeah, you're totally right. It's the same shtick. Nope. Yeah. Pun intended. And Samsung TV or maybe. Samsung TVs uh, are the ones with the, the best in like inbuilt CPUs and stuff like that. So that's why they're that's why you've got that and LGs, but just not my LG. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, I can't wait for that to come out too. That'll be I I will snap one of those up in a heartbeat, no doubt. Um Sean Xbox has huge sales numbers in fiscal year 2022, along with, you know, everybody else. Um <laughs> so there's that. Uh but they said or but they said I went to the wrong thing. That's what they said. Um Sorry, I was trying to get what the quote was. Um, yeah, I'm trying to look for that too. I've got that page loaded up. I just can't. Okay, so so 3.45 billion quarterly gaming sales. Annual revenue from Xbox reached 16.22 billion. Um, while it's down a bit on a rolling basis, it's the highest fiscal year ever. For sales, uh, for an X for Xbox, estimates around seventy-seven yeah. percent from content and services. Basically, Game Pass, Xbox. Xbox Live, you know, all those, all those things. Yeah, I mean, what in in, in this the saying that in January, like the last the last figures that came out in January this year, were that like there was twenty-five million people subscribed to Game Pass, mm-hmm. which is a ridiculous amount of people and microsoft has confirmed in q4 that there are more subscribers that that game pass subscriber numbers have grown further but they won't give a specific number which tells me that it hasn't grown enough for them to be too excited that they want to tell their uh the general public about it that's what i think about that i don't think uh in this article they talk about they think it's around 30 million i don't think it's 30 million i think you'll know when it's 30 million because they'll be super excited and they'll they'll let you know that number. But yeah, uh definitely. Yeah. So, but it is cool to see that uh Game Pass is growing. I can only imagine it's going to grow more once the Activision deal gets uh hammered out and knocked in and put in place and all that fun stuff. Um but I I hesitate to see how much it will grow and and how that will all work out. Well, yeah, I'm just looking now. It's ten dollars a month to subscribe to Game Pass, and you've got twenty five million people. This is a lot of money just from subscribers. Yeah, yeah it really is. So, as we were talking about before with the family plan, how much does it grow when the family plan gets uh, gets put into place? You think you're gonna? So, like, I would add people, like with I, I but I don't know if I'm if I'm the average guy or not. So, well, I would add one person. I'd add Noah. Noah is somebody who before was not a subscriber and now would be. But everybody else that I think yeah. I would get on the plan were all, would already have been subscribers. Well, that's that's it. Is Because it can be anybody. This is where they've got to be really careful because they can lose nearly like three and a half dollars per person. Yeah. So if each of those people have got it for ten dollars a month, so there's four people all got ten dollars a month. They're all so that's forty dollars a month for Xbox. They they get this family plan and I'll go, hey, let's just share it. 
but you know we'll split it far away. It's six and a, six and a half dollars per person. So that's like you're losing three and a half dollars per person. Then, which if you do it that way is three six nine twelve, nearly fifteen dollars down. Well, month. actually, you're losing more than that because as we read, you're getting Xbox Ultimate Game, Game Pass Ultimate benefits. So that's like fifteen bucks. Yeah. So you're actually losing like eight fifty a person. So yeah, which, yeah, which is a lot if you, for a company to lose eight eight fifty was eight dollars a month. Yeah, over twenty five thousand twenty five million people. Uh, yearly, if you want to do it as a yearly subscription, that's eight hundred and fifty million. Yeah. That's a lot that, you know, I mean, that that's a big that's that's cutting out a big chunk of your change, especially when we're fairly certain that Game Pass is not at this point profitable. So, yeah, yeah. but the the thing that they do get is is how many of those people are going to go from having it on their own to sharing it with one person and pay. Ten dollars more, say. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that you've there's, there's that there's a fine balance. I know like, I know. Mm-hmm. Business just you know probably jump in here and say me and do it like and and justify the risk and the gain and the loss mm-hmm. and everything in between. But it is a risk. It's you know you you potentially lose money, but we've seen Nintendo do it. Um, they probably think this is a great idea for people that want to share it, and there is that possibility <laughs> that we're going to get a little bit more for the people that might share it with just one other person. Right, like me, you um, know, like all of a sudden Noah will have an account and have Game Pass. So, yeah, but then there's also nothing stopping you, like, kind of bumping elbows with Tim and say, "Hey, you and Sam, you and Sammy play Game Pass games. Do, do you do you want to?" Yeah, know, I mean, tr- I'll do that me. with somebody. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna yeah. eat the other two pe- I eat the other costs for the two people. Like, I mean, I'll find somebody around here who wants to split it with me. Um, yeah, for sure. I mean. For sure, we'll we'll find somebody to split it. Uh, I, you're gonna have discords that that you know people on Discord, like you're saying, get together and and share that cost. It it only makes sense that you would do that for sure. Yeah, I know for a fact that in the party chat in our Discord and the Nintendo, notes, it'll soon just go. Hey, yeah, well, you know, I'll jump in. Give me here's my email address. Or here's my game tag, and yeah, I'll just PayPal you the six dollars a month. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's it's an interesting deal. Um, see how it affects their numbers, but uh, it's consumer friendly, so I'm all down for it. It certainly helps us out. So I think it's it's a win for us. We'll see if it's a win for for Xbox and Microsoft as well. Uh, news bulletins, really quick here. Hogwarts cinematic trailer leaks. So the only reason this matters is maybe it is actually still coming out this year. I I was fairly certain it was not. So uh, it doesn't mean it will. It doesn't mean it won't. But uh, maybe maybe that means it will. So I'll I'll go with yeah, that. I mean, if the images that we've seen are anything because I I didn't watch it literally prior to this game ready to to do the podcast this evening if the images that we're seeing for it are what they're going to be then i'm quite excited it's quite good uh, i mean like the last harry potter game i played was playstation 2 where you get the polygon hagrid so that was the last harry potter game i ever played gotcha. um so yeah i'm quite excited for this the character customization looked really good there was lots of different variants that they showed up like that was showed off 
Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I'd like to see a little bit more. Um, as I said, I will buy Skull and Bones or I will buy this. Uh, I, I'm not certain which. I'm leaning towards this one at the moment um, for a lot of reasons. Uh, I think Skull and Bones might get a little too like compet- online competitive and I just get annoyed with it. So, But uh, I'm buying one of these games, so we'll see. Where, see which one it is. Where Ho- 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 Hogwarts Legacy is literally bully with wands. And I love Bully, so I'm all in. I like magic, and I liked Bully, so let's do it. Um, sounds good to me. Uh, next news bulletin, Series S just got a bit more powerful thanks to a June update. Hundreds of megabytes. This is not this big of a deal. As I as I was like reading it, I was like, this hundreds of megabytes of extra memory available. I mean, hundreds of megabytes must mean that it's not a thousand, or else they would have said, like, hey, there's a gig of extra memory here, so... It's somewhere between like two hundred and less than a thousand that you're getting extra, yeah. but I don't not, think it's going to change the world. N- not going deep into it, I believe they just strip back the um, the power and the memory needed to run the actual system. Yeah, which is giving you a little bit more random access memory, so you've got a little bit more RAM to play mm-hmm. with. Yeah, so that means that. Games might load fractionally quicker, um, yep. but yeah. But I, I mean, that's great. I, I kind of I was sat doing something with Jay's Xbox last night. She's on the Xbox One S, and <clears throat> she was having issues with Minecraft update. It kept saying it was updating, and then would stop, and then say failed, and wouldn't let it launch the game. Kind of started finally to get sorted that out. Her memory was almost full on the actual oh. console. She was trying to update Ark Survival, which was a 138 gigabyte update, and she had like 20 gigabyte left. I was like, do you play that game? So deleted that, got rid of it. Um, that was a good choice. Everything, yeah, everything then worked, um, and she launched it. It kind of came up with a Mojang red screen and then went black. And I like, sat there and I'm thinking, this should have loaded by now. I don't think it's worked. She goes, oh no, it usually takes this long literally took seven and a half minutes to go from the Mojang screen to black to the game being loaded. I was like, wow. That's crazy. I need to buy you a new Xbox. <laughs> yeah, that's nuts. So, and and which version which version of the Xbox is this? She she's on the Xbox One S. Okay. So yeah. it went with it's the Y Xbox One. So Xbox One, One S, then the One X, and then it went Series X and S. So not that so, far back, not really. I mean, not um, grand scheme of things. Far enough back for it to be trying to run next gen dashboard and everything. But, yeah, yeah. I I love my S. I will say when I'm playing Fall Guys, I get in and out of stuff way quicker on my S than I do than when I'm playing on the Switch. Like I, it it really is kind of a slog on the Switch, especially when you go from one to the other. It just feels so much snappier. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm a big yeah, fan. The, the, the only downside I've got is that she's got quite a lot of games. Like she's got the Tomb Raider series on disc. She's got a couple of old wrestling games that she likes to play from the 360 era on disc. So it's kind of like the S would be great, but she wouldn't be able to play those legacy games that she likes. So, yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense. I get it. Uh, works for some, doesn't work for other. 
Uh, Far Cry 6 free to play from August 4th. So like from yesterday, if you're listening to us now, uh, if you're on the podcast, uh, you better hop on quick because it's about to be over to August 7th. And if you love it so much, you want it. It's 60 percent off right now. It's a pretty good deal. Fairly new game. Less than a year old. Yeah, because I was so tempted. If I had enough time to play, I was so tempted for the 60 percent off. Just to do the Stranger Things update. Mm-hmm. As like anybody who's watching the video, I am a big fan. Um, but I don't have the time to commit to that. So not at the moment, any not with the kids off going on holiday and so on <laughs> and so forth. So yeah, I I do totally get it. Um, I would be tempted if I hadn't play if I didn't have Far Cry Five to play. And so it's like, well, yeah. I'm not playing Far Cry 5, so what's the likelihood I'm going to buy Far Cry 6? So, and it's not was that I don't a, like it. A... I just don't have the... I just have other things. It, is this a sneaky ploy, though? Because they drop Far Cry 5, wait at a month, and then say Far Cry 6 is free to play. And if you want it, you can get it for 60%. Is this a Ubisoft trick? And then they're going to put it on Game Pass, you mean? <clears throat> well, either that or just... <laughs> Oh, you mean just giving people of... a taste of five through Game Pass? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's yeah, a taste of the next because f- five was a next gen version. So mm-hmm. here's a taste of the next gen version from four. Um, you know, and then look here's six. This is the newest one that came out less than twelve months ago. You can have that. There you go. Have a play. See what you think. Yeah. No, I, I could. Yeah, hundred percent. I didn't thought about that, but you're, you're totally right. That's exactly what this is. Um, but that's cool. I mean, 60% off is a pretty big, a pretty steep cut. So, uh, yeah. Um, uh, Sean, you take the next one because I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> so Dead by Daylight, which uh, if you haven't played it, is a PvP style game where one person plays a killer, the rest of the people play survivors. It's been a big hit with the whole Jason Voorhees crowd Um Things like that. There's a couple of there's Silent Hills, Triangle Head in there. There's a couple of other um, horror movie, like cult horror movie people in there. I think Texas Chainsaw Massacre might be in there as well. Um, they have teamed up with Capcom and are now doing a Resident Evil Project W update, where there is one new killer, which I believe is Chris Wesker, and two new survivors to play as, all within a reworked Raccoon City Police Department map. So anybody that enjoyed. Resident Evil 2, the remaster. This is a free update, I believe, that's come in. And you can get Dead by Daylight from Gay Pass. So, yeah. I know my brother's going to be excited for this. And I know my friend Andy, uh, Andy Warren, Super King Andy, is going to be super hyped for this as well. I know he plays Dead by Daylight. So, his streams will probably cover in a little bit of this action as well. So, yeah. Nice. Keep going. You just finish yeah. this off. Sea of Thieves season seven, season season seven. This is why I shouldn't finish it off. I can't speak. Sea <laughs> um, of Thieves season seven is now live. Um, everything that we saw in the showcase about being able to name your boats, other bits and pieces, is all now live. So if you're a big Sea of Thieves fan, go make sure your game's updated. Go and you know sail the seven seas, season seven, um, and name your boat. And anybody that comes up with any interesting boat names, please send them to us and we'll we'll shout them out on here because it's always a good laugh. I like it. I like it a lot. Can you have multiple boats in that game? Is that how that works? I mean, um, you have multiple sizes of boats. So depending on the amount of people that you're playing with, you can have three different size boats, I believe. 
Okay. All right. Uh, one does one to two players. Um, another one is like two to three, and then the last one is one to is like two to four players or something like that. I think. Don't get me wrong on that. I won't quote you, I promise. Uh, Which is also Uh, why I should get Hogwarts, by the way, because there's this pirate game that's, like, supposed to be amazing that I don't play. So this is also why I should get Hogwarts. I mean, I'm not playing this pirate game. What's the likelihood that I'm going to buy Skull and Bones? Anyway, sorry. (laughs) No, it's fine. That's the only reason why I wouldn't get Skull and Bones is because you need a crew of people to play regularly. Like, Sea of Thieves, you can can play on your own, but it's very difficult and very slow. Yeah. Where with a group of people, it is a lot better. Um, and then the last one on the list for news bulletins is Forza Horizon 5 has got yet another little update, which is running through to August 17th. Um, and that's the off-road racing series, the Extreme E, which if you're into um, your backcar style rallying, um, they're using all the electric cars from that series now that are there. there. Um, I know Team 44, which is Lewis Hamilton's racing team, uh, I know their car showcased in that. Um, and that's free to play up until through to August 17th. So go give that a go. Um, that's what you think. It's a bit weird playing a racing game and using an electric car. So what's the difference, Sean? Like, do you notice a difference? Like, I mean, I don't understand. Like, there's, there's no engine sound. <laughs> oh, which which when you for, for somebody that's played a lot of racing games and you kind of listen to the engine sound for like how fast you might be going or depending on the gear that you're in. When you uh, don't get that, it's quite difficult. <laughs> sure, that makes sense, yeah. So for for a small amount of time in the Hot Wheels update, the fastest car I could use was like a Porsche Toucan um, E-Series car that I had. And it was ridiculously quick, but it kind of had no engine noise. So you're going along this Hot Wheels track where there's no real road noise because you've got rubber tires on plastic track with an engineless car. <laughs> And the only noise you've got is wind noise. That's pretty so fantastic. It's really weird. Uh, acquisition yeah. watch. Okay, this isn't anything that big. They're just trying to get their acquisition approved in multiple countries. I just thought this was funny. They kind of put themselves in a in a quandary pickle, little PR pickle. Um, when, when trying to prove that, that, that uh, their acquisition of Blizzard uh, was not going to shake the industry too much, uh, they they told oh, I can't I darn I forget which country this is. They told uh, the authorized body specifically with respect to Activision Blizzard video games. There is nothing unique about the video games developed and published by Activision Blizzard. This is Microsoft talking, by the way, by Activision Blizzard. That is must have for rival PC and console video game distributors that could give rise to foreclosure concerns. So I just. It was yeah, Brazil. Was, Thank you, was Ninja the New Zealand Commerce Commission as well. So it's kind of like uh, yeah. the, the target target in that PR release just to one country, and it's one tiny country in the grand scheme of things. And been like, look, we're not doing anything weird. Yeah, you know, we are. We are buying out the monopoly of the games that are being made by people. It's just we want to buy this one. Yeah, Thanks. I get it, and they're not wrong. Like you know, there are other first-person shooters and blah blah blah, and I get what they're saying, but it's just really funny that they basically had a crap on the uh, the acquisition, the company they wanted to acquire to like prove that that uh, it was that it wasn't a big deal. 
So I just thought that was really funny. There's absolutely nothing unique about them apart from they have kind of capitalized on the first person shooter market for the last six years running. Yeah, there's no, yeah, it's just, it's just great. It's like, listen, this company doesn't matter. That's why we paid $70 billion for them. Okay. I mean, it's just other first person shooter game people play. That's like focused (laughs) on war battle, battle, what battlefield. Okay. Uh, it's funny. It does mean, though, that it, it as uh, Phil said it was, it's moving forward. They're in, you know, what he calls the final stages, which that that could be quite a few months. Um, and that things are that things are progressing, I guess, is the best way to say it. So that's good. Always good for a laugh, I tell you. Which is uh, nice because I can't wait to talk about that list of games that none of us are going to be interested in. <laughs> <you know? laughs> It's so bad. Oh, that was a real that was a real bummer when I started to look over that list and realized I really interested in any of these. Well, all right, whatever. They need it's, to acquire Ubisoft next. There you go. That's who I which that's who I want. For the greater good. That's right. <laughs> all right, on to the Xbox Spotlight. And I realized I took all the time to fix these buttons and I missed the top stories button last time. So on to the Xbox Spotlight. All right. great when technology works <laughs> yeah well and then i gotta work it that's the problem like i got it fixed and uh then i gotta remember to push the buttons after i fix it um, you were just too giddy yeah it's true i was yeah stream deck thanks by the way for updating and changing how that works and then you know pissing on all of my hard work and making me redo it really appreciate that stream deck um all right i will go first because i have one game and one game alone uh xenoblade chronicles 3 shout out to nintendo uk by the way gave uh the nintendo dads a code who were so kind to give it to me i would uh on their channel right now is a uh is a let's play first look of uh, xenoblade chronicles 3 i'm a newbie to this game sean uh I, i mean i basically knew what i was getting into for the most part but i gotta tell you once you like can grasp the fact that the basic attacks, like your base attack, you don't have anything to do with. You just kind of get close to the enemy and he swings his sword automatically. You you can start to get, you can start to like wrap your head around it. And then like when you want to do the stronger attacks, there are buttons to do those, but it matters like where you're placed with the enemy to how much damage you're going to do. Or is the enemy toppled or dazed or is he, has he broke his attack? Um, and there's just so much stuff going on i kudos to the game for um for great voiceover for fantastic cinematics for a tutorial that a newbie like me can wrap my head around and understand they did a fantastic job my only complaint really is the one-liners are annoying like old school annoying like you finish an easy battle and this one girl just keeps saying Lance wants something a little bit more meatier. <laughs> and she just like says it every time you do an easy battle. It gets really annoying. But minus that that one snafu, which they could patch out pretty darn easy, uh, either add some more one-liners or, or vary the amount of times that uh, these are all said. Um, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Uh, I'm really enjoying it. The story is... Uh, well, the story is poignant for our times. I mean, it really does point out the futility and tragedy of war. It's just like these 
warring factions. Sorry, I don't know what's going on in my house right now. Something upstairs. There's a lot of yelling. Um, there are these two warring factions. Oh, may maybe more than two, but uh, uh, there's a there's warring factions, and like they only live for ten years, and when they die, uh, their their like energy gets sucked up to this to this thing uh, to this flame clock. It's it's a weird story, but the 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 cinematic cutscenes do a really good job of uh, helping you understand it and wrapping it all up in a nice bow. Um, I mean, I am only like 15 hours into this thing. Um, it's all I've, I've played it on the plane uh, to Boston and back. And when I get home, at when I would get back, when we get back to the uh, to our Airbnb, we'd uh, I'd play it for a little bit too. So yeah, I'm really really enjoying it, but. That is all that I've been able to get to so far this week. Where on the other hand, I seem to have played a lot. <laughs> you made up for me. Thanks. I appreciate it. And no Switch, which is interesting. Um, so last week I talked about the Hot Wheels DLC and that I'd started it, got a little playtime with it and bits and pieces. I have now done all the main missions that you need to do to kind of unlock everything. So you go Rookie, um, A-Class, S1, S2, X. Um, for anyone that is used to the franchise in the game, uh, obviously the, the higher up you go, so S1, S2, X, X being the most powerful, prestige, fastest cars, means that I can now drive that level of cars around on the Hot Wheels track, which is a hell of a lot of fun. I unleashed the Mercedes-AMG one, on the track and took it through the fastest section, which you kind of, you, you go out of the like hot wheels event center, you drop down this big hill. There's like these big wind tunnels that reduce the amount of drag. So the car can go faster. And then it drops like really steep down, hits a magnet track and things like that. And the, the, I was close to 300 miles an hour in this thing in a straight fantastic. line. And then you do a loop, then you do a loop, the loop. That is fantastic. <laughs> and it's just, it's crazy. I have, absolutely enjoyed this it's been great it's been a, a really nice reimagining of hot wheels with all the nostalgia and learning the history through all the different events the goliath is fantastic it's a very it's not a very long late race it's not the full 10 and a half 11 minute race as it was in new mexico in mexico um but it was still long enough i think i finished it in five minutes 40 40 something which i got a nice achievement for that Less than 1% of people have done it under six minutes. Nice. Kudos, buddy. Which is nice. Um, yeah. But yeah, I just fully, fully enjoyed it. There's still loads for me to do. Each of the ranks, I'm like at 90-something percent apart from the last one. Um, so I've got to go back and kind of redo all the races but on certain difficulty modes to make them really hard. So I've got still got bits to do if I want to jump in and out. Um, but I've, for now, I've, I've kind of put it down. I got my wish. I got to race around in the Bone Shaker monster truck, which oh, was nice. nice for one of the challenges. You, you got to race around in the monster truck, which was great. Logan absolutely loved it. Um, that's his favorite of the Hot Wheels monster trucks and the Hot Wheels cars. He's a big fan of Bone Shaker, so he enjoyed that. But it's only very short-lived. It's like two and a half minutes of driving in this, this monster truck. So um, I'm kind of hoping that if they do further car packs, that that is one of the packs that you'll be able to get. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, no, it's been fun to uh, to to like listen to your messages about about it and everything. So I I, I just think it's great that you had so much fun with it. Um, yeah, and I'd I'd really like to show it to Noah. I think he'd love it. 
Yeah, definitely. If he's a Hot Wheels fan, and the fact that the the, tr- the tracks are endless, there's, there's like and there's obs- there's things in it. So there's like several. There's like a couple of dragons in places um, that kind of like just hang over the track, like the Hot Wheels sets and stuff like that, which is really cool. Um, like they kind of like as you drive on the room, they open the mouths and like move down a little bit, but like don't quite hit the track for you to hit them. So That's awesome. You get that feeling of being on a Hot Wheels track, cool. which was nice. Um, the other game I've been playing and I have completed is Play Dead's Inside. Um, I did a little bit of a tweet about the game. Um, I played it as a mobile game of, for the first time, a bit like Limbo. I didn't play Limbo on the console first. I played that via uh, mobile. This game plays played really nice on mobile, but plays even better on a console. The like the graphics are really smooth. The gameplay is really like it, it's. I'd, I'd, I'd go as far to say it's buttery. The controls, there's no jerkiness to it. Controls are really responsive. There's no tutorial to the game, so you're kind of like learning on the fly how to grab things, how to mani- manipulate the environment to solve the puzzles. Um. It sounds great. I was like, I wore the Astro A50s for a little bit, so the surround sound was really nice for the sounds and the ambient music. Um, it's a very, very weird game. So you, you're basically playing a little boy in a red T-shirt who's kind of trying to run away from guys that kidnapping him, and you eventually work your way through different stages um, into a factory, and you realize that the factory are making these people that are mind mindless people that are controlled by them. And you eventually end up like turning into something else towards the end of the game. It's a bit weird towards the end. Huh. The last five minutes is a bit you kind of a big blob of people all glued together. So you've various arms and legs. So is the game yeah. like Limbo where you like are trying to live and you die a lot and yeah, is it? it is. There's there's lots of not as much as Limbo. There's not as many traps to get you as Limbo, but there's a okay. couple of puzzles where, like, you're in. There's this. There's a water section of the game where there's a girl that's in the water with really long hair that grabs you and drags you down, and you've got to kind of like work out how to. Because as soon as you hit the water, she starts coming for you. So you've got to kind of figure out how you can get past certain points without being in the water for so, too long. And kind of lead her in different directions, so you give yourself more time. <laughs> um, what else was there? There was one. Uh, there's an elevator puzzle where you've got to kind of control a group of people um, and get them to kind of help you get more people to get them all positioned on a switch to open some doors. And that's that's the that's the longest puzzle in the game. But the rest of them are really, really self-explanatory. Also difficult. You can you can miss things because it's quite a dark game. You can miss things quite quickly. But um, I, I enjoyed it. I you know, I think I finished it in two and a half, maybe three hours total. So it's not a very long game. Um, but you, it's replayable. So there's stuff you can like. As soon as you finish the game and you see the end credits, it literally starts the game again. Oh, really? Wow. So, yeah. So, uh, a change of pace for this. I went and tried Power Wash Simulator. I feel like everybody <laughs> so has to at of, this point. Yeah. I saw a lot of people that were saying it was great. It's got some kind of zen to it. Um, for me, it, it it hit the same issues as 
the lawnmower simulator. It's like I'm sat inside doing something that I actually need to go and do outside. <laughs> um, and was That's like, fair. it became very boring very quickly. Yeah, you were telling so me even tuto- Logan was like, Dad, this is boring. <laughs> yeah. So I did the tutorial level, which is you kind of jet wash the van that you then use as your van to go to the different jobs. Um, I sat and did that in front of Lindsay. It literally took 10 minutes, which she was like, that's like 10 minutes of my life. I'm not going to get back. You do that. <laughs> Thanks very much. Um, I did what that the hell's your problem? And then I, yeah. And then I did the backyard, which took literally an hour and 20 minutes of real lifetime. Oh my gosh, this is horrible. Why do people want to do this? I don't understand. I don't know. It, it must play really well on PC because I found with like there's two different views you can use. So you have the like normal strafe view that you do for any first person. And then you can change the, you change the view, which isn't really changing the view. It changes how it controls and you stand still more and you kind of just move the power washing gun up and down and around and you can spin the nozzle. So you like, if you've got a wider spray, you can have it horizontal or vertical, which does help a little bit, but it just got really tedious going back yeah. and forth. I was like, but I've done I've done three and a half missions. I started the bungalow one, um, and that's that's at the point where Logan was like, "Now this is boring. You need to like we we need to do something else." And he was like, "Can yeah. we go and sit in the hot tub?" I was like, "Sounds like a good idea. Let's actually go and sit in our cabin." Yeah, that's that's hilarious. Yeah, Ninja Lunchbox says it's a chore simulator. Totally right. That's exactly exactly what it is. I I don't entirely get it. I played the lawnmower one. I thought it was, you know, okay. But um, uh, And we're actually going to talk about another one here uh, in the GPN Showcase. There's another simulator coming out. All the Simmy Sims, I tell you. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. I can't make it. I mean, they must. I don't know. I've never watched anybody play them on the stream. So I can't even say they make great content for streaming because... Other than if you're just chatting away and you kind of just playing yeah. the game in the background, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I mean, otherwise, it's like I think I did play it on stream, as I if I recall correctly, and it's just like, oh, I missed some grass. Got to go back and get that grass. Oh, I cut those flowers on accident, you know. So yeah, yeah and that's the know. other thing that this is this is missing that, like, if when you're jet washing, if you use the wrong nozzle, it'd be good if you broke the window or oh, destroyed right. yeah. some flowers. Mm-hmm. There's none of that. Like oh, I was wow, power yeah. washing, power washing the back garden. I was literally just using the most powerful jet straight through all these flowers. I like, <laughs> this is, in real life, this would have just torn those flowers to pieces. All the edging around the lawn. I was like, this would have just like there'd have been no edge left to the lawn, and you'd have made more mess than anything else. There's none of that, so it's yeah, not quite not a full good. simulator for me. Yeah, yeah, no, that's uh, that's not good. You know, they should come out with this game on the uh, Switch though. I mean, and it might be on the Switch, but you, to use like the the Joy-Con, the Joy-Con. <laughs> you could just like move it up and down. That'd be great. That's what they should do. Uh, yeah. Painting simulator. That's what the Switch needs. <laughs> yeah, that would be fantastic. Uh, I tell you, it's coming. Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, and then the last game I played was Turbo Rolf Gate. Turbo Rolf Rolf Gazing. Turbo Golf Racing. Jeez. <laughs> Um, I think if you like Rocket League, this could really get your attention. Uh, if you like Mario Rush Golf, this will get your attention. And 
what was the other one I kind of suggested? It was a little bit like you say Mario Kart. Yeah, like there's there is a solo campaign which we learned just before we started streaming. I thought I'd give it a real quick look. So there is a solo section to it where you can play the courses and it's a kind of like beat the clock. You've got to drive this car into the ball, knock the ball through the course into a hole by a certain time. And that's kind of that's how the multiplayer works. Um, you can collect power-ups, so there's a shield, there's a rocket you can get, so you can hit other players to kind of slow them down a little bit. Um, and there's power boosts that you can get, which help. But the cars control the same way as they do in Rocket League, so you've got the whole jump function, boost function. You can kind of keep the car airborne a little bit, um, and it's all about timing your hits right, so you're flying towards the ball. If you hit the jump button... It, like knocks the ball higher into the air, which means it goes for a little bit longer. Um, it was good. It was it, the the first game <laughs> I played. I, I I won the first round, came second in the second two rounds, and then won the whole match overall. Um, nice. but yeah, I can see I can see the the draw to it. It's probably something while I'm waiting for this evening's podcast to kind of download and ready for me to edit. Um, I might go back and play a little bit, or I might not. I might go and play Hot Wheels. I don't know. I don't know which one I'm going to do. Um, yeah, yeah. I want to give it a shot. I'll give it a try. Um, but I'm not a huge Rocket League fan, and I was afraid of this. That you know, the concept sounds cool, but in the end, I would be I'd be out. So, but I'll, I'll I want to give it a go. I definitely want to try this one. Yeah, it's it was fun to watch other people play it because. There's like you could you can easily either really get this game and the controls, or when I was watching other people play it, you can really not get the controls. Yeah, that's so. that would be you watching me right there, not getting the controls, I'm <laughs> sure. Uh Ninja Lunchbox yeah. X asks us if we've tried multiverses yet. I have not got to try that uh no, that fighter I've yet. Just seen that there is a Rick and Marty update for it coming soon i believe mm-hmm. but i'm not sure if it's a the season the first season got delayed as i recall uh it was supposed to be out here shortly and it got uh, pushed back uh ninja let me let let us know what did you think of it uh uh if if you've played it i i have not gotten to it yet uh so uh, uh anything anything else mr sean no that's it i'm just quickly looking through now but I don't think Multiverse is on Game Pass, which is probably the reason why. Well, it's, it's free to play, though, isn't it? I thought it was free to play. Ah, right. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fairly certain. Then no, I haven't tried it. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't either. But uh, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind giving it a go. Yeah, it's free to play. Ninja says he's here fact checking us. We really appreciate that, Ninja. Um, Multiverse all is right. free. Cool. I'll set that downloaded. Go. Wow, well, now a, you got something a, new to play. There is a paid content to it, so... Well, of course there is. They gotta make money somehow, it's, Sean. Yes. Yeah, £80, £80 for the premium, £50 for the deluxe. I'll probably just get the free one, which is what I'm doing. Well, yeah, get the free one first. You gotta see. Maybe you get sucked in and you'll buy something. Oh, Ninja says it's. he thinks it's better than Smash Bros. <gasps> That's big stuff. Well, on that, I've got I've got two friends playing it at the moment, and looking at who you can have playing it, 
um, like the the Shaggy Batman, Adventure Time, Superman, Tom and Jerry. Um, yeah, I mean, hey, if it plays as good as Smash Brothers, like the controls wise, I think this could be a lot of fun. All right. Well, we'll, we'll, I will, I'll download it this week as well and give it a shot. Uh, I'll have a little bit more time. But right so now, stay tuned. it's now downloading. We are going to go into the party chat. Okay. Before we get to these questions, we are going to do a little wheel spinner because we have it is time to pick the winner which ninja lunchbox is a part of um and so is uh what run through them this is i'm sorry this is the contest for fall guys achievement whoever we pick with 15 xbox card um and then uh also uh, we're going to do another spin because there was a tie for who gets the uh, the Grand Achievement Hunter pin. Excuse me, let me see. This guy right here. Boom. All right. So, who is the participant? So, we have Hambo and Johnny, who has 144 entries, tied with Mr. Ninja Lunchbox, who's in the chat. Uh, with also with 144 entries, obviously five points of game score gets you one entry. So that's how we divide it up. Then you've got Evil Zion from Twitter with 116 entries, and then Mr. Bob Cousy with 20 entries. Which, when you add it all up, is 424 entries. If Sean and I did our math correctly, so <laughs> Sean, are you ready? Yeah. I am ready. I know you can't you can't see this, can you? Uh yeah, I can see it on the, the Alright. The preview. Alright, I will about to give you a number. 171. 171. Let me go back to the dark. So 171. And I'm going to Mr. Ninja Lunchbox. Ninja Lunchbox is the winner. We will get you that code, sir. Uh, in the next couple days. There it is. I thought I would show it to you right here. Just so you knew that we didn't. Uh, we had the numbers already already slated out depending on where you were and when you got us your your entry. So so there you go. Good job, man. Congrats. OK, now. On to the next one. This is for the pin that I showed you. You can't see this because I'm not showing you. Hey, whatever. Um, this is for the pin. Here we go. Between Hambone and Ninja Lunchbox. Let's explain why this is. Sorry. So the pin is for the person who gets the most achievements. But Ninja Lunchbox and Hambone Johnny tied. So we are going to uh, roll it and see who gets it. Basically, flipping a coin. <laughs> flipping a coin. That's what we're doing. Ninja gets them both. <laughs> Look at that. Oh, no way. <laughs> That's awesome, man. It's, it's your lucky day. There you go, pal. Uh, we'll reach out so that we can get this to you along with the code. Uh, congrats, man. Congrats. Uh, let me get back to here. There we go. We're back. Hello. So... Congratulations, Ninja Lunchbox. Okay. 
It's going on my battle jacket, he says. <laughs> awesome, man. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so our first yeah. question is from Mr. Zablonk, John from The Dads After Dark. We've quite a good question. What are your biggest gaming challenges when it comes to doing a Game Pass podcast? <laughs> Actually playing Xbox games, Nick? Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, and I, we were talking about this. It's funny, we have gone through our thing, right? I mean, I was 30-some games deep in completing games, and then summer came, the kids got off from school, the wife got off from school, there were vacations, and I haven't completed a game since May, probably. I mean, it's just, it's it's how it's been, and what I have played has been, ex- has been uh, Switch, because I've been playing it with my kiddos, and been playing it on the road, and the go, and so... Yeah, I mean, uh, I've been playing Fall Guys on Xbox, but that's about it. Um, yeah, uh, well, yeah. For me, for, for me, it's it's been the the type of games that have been on there haven't quite ticked the box for me, or or ticked the box enough for me to be playing them quite often. Because then that's the other thing is that there is, especially when they do a big drop, like you know, we've got stuff coming soon uh, that we're going to look at the Game Pass showcase. Um, that you know, there's a lot to play, so it's kind of picking and choosing what I what we want to play personally because Nick has a different preference to games than I do. Um, so it's kind of we do a handoff every now and then when there's a big list of games coming out, we kind of talk to each other, like which one are you interested in, which one are you not interested in, and we'll chat back and forth. And then it's taking the time to tear away from a game that I'm enjoying, like. The Hot Wheels DLC, it took some actual effort to come away from that to play the other games that I've played this week. So there's that side of it as well. It's like trying to divvy up your your gaming time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Yeah, it's games. And then also, we love doing this live. So for me, uh, the other side would be just trying to make sure that all the live pieces work uh i mean we we you know and that everything runs the way it's supposed to when we hit a button the right thing happens uh y'all been around long enough to know that it doesn't always happen the way it's supposed to we do the best we can um and so yeah so uh, but i enjoy the challenge like i i'm not griping at all it's a it's a fun challenge to be like can can we can just the two of us who aren't in, you know, media or entertainment or anything like that? Um, can uh, can we make something like this work uh, at least somewhat flawlessly? And I think we do a pretty darn good job, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we started this <laughs> like gig. Said, Go ahead, sorry. Say there's there's always the odd gremlin, but it usually runs pretty pretty much smooth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we started with Dad Crossing. It was just an audio podcast, and uh, we wanted a little bit more of a challenge. And here we are <laughs> with more of a <laughs> Boy, challenge. Did we get one? Uh-huh. So yeah. Um, the next question comes from Frosticles, who, speaking of Dad Crossing, we had on as a regular on, on there because he was a big, big fan of Animal Crossing: New Horizons. Um, if you could go back to any console release at the age you are now, you know, 25 for me and 27 for Nick. Sure, that's real. Which one would you go back to experience? Uh, uh, this is a tough one, Frosticles. I mean, like, uh, the Switch is probably my favorite. Um, 
my favorite Nintendo console. Uh, I don't. I mean, I have nostalgia for the others, but which one do I think is like the most awesome? It's the Switch. Now for Xbox. I guess if I had to go back just so I could relive it again, because I've said this on this podcast a lot, some of my favorite memories in gaming come from college dorm days with OG Xbox, putting it up, tying, uh, you know, connecting all of them via Ethernet cables and playing Halo <laughs> over multiple like dorm rooms, throwing the cables through the ceiling. Um, I really wouldn't mind reliving that that time again I, I i would not have a problem reliving that so i'm gonna say if i gotta go back i'm going back to the og xbox to relive that that experience once more because it it really is some of my favorite memories yeah i think for me it's the if you want to talk just purely xbox it's the original 360 it's the the first wireless console that just after years of playing like the NES, where you were kind of a meter away from the console, which used to be underneath the TV, to like a meter away from the TV, to then the SNES, the Segas, GameCubes, you know, where the cables were short unless you bought extension cables, which didn't then always work because you were adding extra resistance and length to the cable. So there was always a little bit of lag sometimes. Um, that initial being able to sit the other side of the room from the TV and play a game was just kind of like, wow. <laughs> to go back and kind of relive that kind of feeling again would be nice. At yeah. This stage. Which, which for me, the Switch has done recently because like that was just a complete, again, blown away by the fact that, I mean, I think I've spoken about it before, but I thought the whole handheld to dot to continue playing straight away was a gimmick. I thought, no way, that can't actually happen. But, the, yeah, they managed it. That kind of blew me away. Uh, and the same with the the Meta Quest, the, you know, the whole VR stuff. Oh, the yeah. fact that, for me, VR originally was everything like wireless trailing from you. It was really, like, laggy and horrible and gimmicky and wasn't quite great to being able to play, like, Resident Evil games and Beat Saber where you're in a really weird universe and you're smashing blocks and things like that to playing stuff so seamlessly the those two combined have took me back to the original xbox 360 days where there was the wireless control that kind of feeling of wow this is great this is you know the future of, of where things are going yeah i still love it when you talk about your 360 days because for me it was like just an utter painful experience of four red rings of death until I finally gave up and was like, I don't want another one of your stupid consoles. See you later. It's going to let this rot See, here. I, I, I know my, you my, had nothing. Day, my day one 360 lasted until Crazy. The, the Xbox one came out. I never had the issue. My dad had it. My brother had it. My uncle had it. Mine just kind of swam through. Yeah. Good for you. Good for you. How many consoles did you have with red ring? I think it was four. I, I'm fairly certain it was four. And then I just gave up. Hence the reason why I have a whole of Xbox with Xbox One. I was just done with it. I've, I've <laughs> told the story. I was like, I'm not going back. Sorry, that question came from Ninja Lunchbox just now. He asked, how many consoles did you have with Red Ring? I believe it was four. And I mean, Microsoft was great. They kept replacing them. But it was like, oh my gosh. This is ridiculous. So... 
Um, and the last question is another one from Mr. Zablonk, John from Daz After Dark. What would you say your favorite game genre is right now? Um, <laughs> action RPGs. And I'll tell you why. Like Let me, like yeah, like Xeno. Yeah, and I'll tell you why. Because for the longest time, I didn't understand the different, like, until until we started this podcast, to be honest. Like, if you would have said, do you like RPGs? I would have normally said, no, I don't like RPGs. Because in my head, in RPG, was it like a JRP, like, like a turn-based, it was a turn-based video game. Like, I just, I didn't, I didn't have it all, and I probably still don't, but I didn't have it all straight in my head, and so if it was like an RPG, it was like, well, that's a turn-based video game, and I really don't care for turn-based video games, unless it's called Mario and Rabbids. Um, and <laughs> so... I'll pay for Mario, because uh, that was almost turn-based. That's true. Yeah, I did like that one, too. I don't know. Maybe it's got to have Mario in the title. I'm not certain. <laughs> um, um, yeah, and so, and then when I realized, like, oh, I do like RPGs, I just like action RPGs. Like, it totally changed how I viewed a large swath of video games that come out. So, at the moment, I'm kind of catching, catching back up with action RPGs and playing those. Yeah. Um, for me, it's Metroidvania. Yeah. I could yeah. literally, I could devour a, a ton of Metroidvania. If if somebody could hand me the way of playing every single Metroid game from start to dread, I would quite happily sit and play them for hours. I don't know what it is, because usually going backwards and forwards for things annoys me. Like Even when I'm running, I don't like going running to a point, turning around and running to the same point because I hate repeating the same scenery. But for whatever reason, I could like I could have played Ari in both the Ari games. Like I could go I could start them again now and play them. And I wouldn't like bat an eyelid. So that's yeah. uh yeah I I've enjoyed my time with uh Ori and then Metroid Dread. Uh played both of those these this year. Um, no, Metro Dread was last year, but I played the second Ori this year, and yeah, I I too have uh have been really finding my space with them, and that's another one I've talked about it. Mari, like I played Metroid Metroid for the first time, um, right after playing right after like playing Mario basically as a kid, and Mar, you run one way, and my brain was just like they had wired me to do that, and it was like, well, I don't want to go back. I just came from there, you know? Like, that's not how you... Obviously, they learned nothing from Mario. Like, that was how I was wired. And so I just kind of was like, I'm done. And so, yeah. I think a lot of it for me is having to remember so of the the use of a map. Because you you get to a point in Metroidvania games where you can't get further forward because you even need an access key to get through a certain color door. You need a different weapon. Like definitely a Metroid, you need like the missiles, the super missiles. Um, or there's other bits and pieces that you can't quite do because you don't have the ability to do it that you have to kind of remember. Oh yeah. The, back in this section over here, the other side of the map, there's a, you know, there's this bit that I couldn't do. So I now mm-hmm. need to go back through all this re- you know, fight all these small little enemies again, do it all over and, all the way back uh, to be able to do that and usually that would 
piss me off. But right. in those games, it really doesn't. So Yeah. Yeah, Boo's Boo, Boo's here. Boo's Boo Boo's got Boo's got things to say. Yeah. All right. You haven't heard from Boo for a while. I know. Well, she's not feeling unloved. You know. I mean, we had somebody come and like change her litter and feed her and give her water, but uh, basically, basically left her alone for like four days. And she's feeling a little unloved. Uh, I've, I've just had the notification that Multiverses has now finished downloading. Ooh, there you go. You got something to do while the while the audio does its thing. Um, yeah. So, anything else before we wrap up the audio version of this podcast? We do have a GPN showcase, by the way. Yay! It's back because everything it's works. Back. That's right. <laughs> well, we uh, hope so. no. So, as I usually say, when we're going to do the game part, the game pass news showcase. If you are listening to this via audio, the train's leaving for you guys. Get on. See you later. You know, if not. Head over to YouTube and Twitch if you want to catch these. Um, that's where the videos of the Game Pass News Showcase will be. And until next time, for you audio listeners, see you later. Hey, everyone, and thanks for listening. If you want to catch the trailers that we're going to be previewing, head over to Twitch or YouTube. Everything is at Game Pass News. If you want to be involved in the Discord chat, head over to patreon.com forward slash Nintendo Dads and subscribe there for as little as a dollar a month. That gets you access into the Nintendo Dads Discord where we sit. Or subscribe to our Twitch channel and we'll get your access sorted out. If you want to get in touch with us, send us an email at gamepassnewscast at gmail.com or DM us, shout us, tweet us, do everything that you can do over at Twitter. That's at Game Pass News too. And if you listen to this via your podcasting app, please you know, go on there, give us some stars, give us some feedback. We love that. It's great. We make this show for you. So please feel free to get in touch in any way possible. And on behalf of myself and my co-host, Nick Mexker, thanks again for listening. And until next time, guys, we shall see you.